genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, a continuing assortment of weapons and Amherst possession at a time. <laughs> I'm Norman Mitchell. <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. Is that a different spear? Yes. That's okay. not the same one as before. All right. We'll get to it. He threw that one. That Yeah. All right. We'll get to it. So uh, today we're talking about Minute 162, which starts with... Uh, a guy falling off the Mumukil, the same same guy that got shot at the end of last minute, and ends with uh, Mary and Eowyn riding through the battlefield, kind of dodging both horses and Mumukil legs. Mm-hmm. So when did we start calling them Mumukil, and when did we stop calling them Oliphants? Well, Mumukil is their, their proper name. Oliphants is just what the hobbits call them in their legends. Yeah, I know. But like... We've referred to them as Oliphants right up until we didn't, and I don't know when that happened. It's when they, I don't know, it's when they're battle, they're battle animals now. Okay. Oliphants, very fantastical. Mumakil is their, their war name, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't have a whole lot of uh, notes for this minute. If you can't handle me at my Mumakil, you don't deserve me at my Oliphant. <laughs> I guess. That makes sense. Sorry. I just have a couple notes for this minute. One, yes, that's the fourth weapon that Amor has used in the last ten minutes. That's so funny. Eight minutes, really. We should keep track. Uh, he's going to use at least one more this week. Nice. Because he's going to fire a bow. But <laughs> but uh, he he throws a spear at a guy. Yes. At the driver of this, this Mumakil. The, the guy that is the, I guess, the Paradigm equivalent of the Doof Warrior. He's just, he's out here in the front. I don't know. I mean, Doof Warrior's like a bard, right? Like, he's he's there for inspiration. He's not the leader. This guy strikes me as a leader. I don't know if he's the leader. I, uh, it's, the Mumakil thing strikes me as it's all, like, individual units with their own leaders. And they might not necessarily have, like, a real commander of the whole, the whole battalion here. Oh, okay. So it it's just, like, every elephant for themselves. I mean, yeah, because let them do what they want, I guess. Uh, but he's a he's a stuntman that they wanted to use for basically this featured extra role as the Mumakil driver. Yeah. Because they thought he was just really good at looking intimidating. Yeah, I mean, he is. And it's like, hey, do you, you want to be this guy? And he said, sure, absolutely. He's just one of the stuntmen. That's awesome. Um, I think his name is Shane, but he's a, he's a stuntman on the movie. And they're just like, you know, they asked him if he just wanted to drive a giant elephant and get killed by Carl Urban. I mean, wouldn't you? I guess, yeah. <laughs> if given the choice. It's a good way to die. Gets a gets a spear through the chest, falls off the Mumakil. The whole point of this shot is that they wanted to clearly establish how the Mumakil were being steered. Mm. So the guy falls off. I mean, we'd already talked about that before. Yeah, but I'm, they wanted to make it really clear to just, like, the audience of how this works. Oh, okay. So, like, they show, so they show you what happens when a person gets knocked off still holding the reins. Yeah. It, you see it specifically tug on the ear. And then we get a two Mumakil car crash. Um, I like his big old dangly earring. Yeah. Thought it 
it looked like a like a, like gauges, but it's yeah. not. It's just a big old. It looks like a pipe. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. So, like the design, like the origin of the design of a lot of the stuff with the the Hardrim and the Mumakil is problematic. But I honestly do love the way this all looks. Mm. Uh, I think that this guy out in front steering the thing just looks really like honestly does look really intimidating and badass. Yeah. And this this guy is selling it, so it works for me really well. Mm-hmm. Like in this moment, Amor showing no fear just turns around to face a Mumakil and throws a spear at the well, guy you in can, front. You can kind of like tell when he has the idea because he's just like, okay, we're not doing anything. He's looking back and he's just like, wait a minute. I have a spear in my hand. There's people up there. I can kill that guy. <laughs> like, yeah. I can do this. How far can I throw this spear? I like that gambling has a hero shot in this minute, too. Right? Is the only hero shot gambling gets, I'm pretty sure. Um. Also, he doesn't have a full set of, like, the, the leather scale mail. He just has some nicer, uh, like, gauntlets and shoulder pads. Because he still has the, like, the the interlocking little pieces of metal scale mail on. Yeah. He just has, uh, we just can see him super clearly behind Thaden in those previous shots. His, uh, pauldrons some, got updated, yeah, I think. He just has some upgraded arm armor. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool to see, see gambling doing something. He got a nicer cloak. He sure did. He's, Here's your promotion. <laughs> this used to belong to Hama. Oh, oh no. <laughs> He wears it with pride. Oh, God, that's so sad. Like Aragorn on Boromir's Yeah, I know, but, but, like, why'd you do that to me? That's so sad. Because, I have to remind you. Dude, okay, so rewatching Two Towers. Like, Hama's on screen for, like, not even ten minutes. Yeah, he, ha- he has, like, six spoken lines or something. It's so little. <laughs> but, like, I'm so attached to them both now. Yes. Because it's such a perfect moment in the great in the in the golden hall. Oh my god! Hold on. <laughs> and the look he gives Gandalf when he asks for the staff, and Gandalf says the thing about would you separate a man from his walking stick. The look Hama gives gives him is just I know what you're doing, but uh, I'm not going to fight you about this. Yeah, <laughs> you're perfect. a wizard, so that's scary. I'm just gonna see how this plays out. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take my chances here. Yeah. If it ends up bad, it can't get any worse. So. Yeah, dude, Amor is such a badass. He just hugs that thing. How tall is this? They made a life-size one, I think. Right? I think they say that they are uh, between 40 and 60 feet tall. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's very big. So, 40 and 60 feet tall. Let's say let's say max, 60 feet. Um, And then this guy is sitting up, what, another 5, 10 feet above that? Yeah. And that Amor just on a horse hucks it without a running start, like throwing a javelin with precision. Yeah, what a bamf! I hate seeing the horses stepped on. This is the worst minute ever. Yeah, it has like there's a bunch there's a bunch of shots of the horses getting stepped on, but the worst one is the one where you can clearly see when you slow it down that it only steps on a horse's head. Yeah, no, no, screw that. That's the worst. <laughs> I almost said a bad word. Um... That's the worst one. It's very sad. Yes. I don't All these poor CG animals. I don't like it. I don't like it. And, and the moment kill's got to be when Amor throws the spear. The moment kill has to be like seventy or eighty feet away from him still, at least. Yeah, what a shot! That's ridiculous. Amor is in in the foreground, almost as like relatively close to the camera. We're probably three or four feet back from him, just the way the shot's framed with because of the back of the horse and stuff. And then 
the the guy up on top of the Mumakel is a uh, at half, least ten feet. Yeah, he's like ten feet above the head, but he's he's so tiny on the screen. He's smaller than Amor's head. He's yeah. so far away. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy sauce. He Whoop. just hits him perfect right in the chest with enough force to just go right through. To go through his armor and and knock him off the 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 Mumakil. Yeah. I think it's funny that they have such tiny ears. Where is their teeth, Norman? They're I... supposed to be bloodthirsty animals. Where are their their teethies? They swallow things whole. That's so stupid. They have multiple Tolkien stomachs. doesn't know how giant herbivores work, okay? He probably doesn't describe them with teeth. He probably just giant elephants with yeah, multiple okay. tusks. Yeah, okay. They're they're angry. Bloodthirsty. Bloodthirsty giant elephants. I guess, I don't know. Um, okay. Do they even have forward-facing eyes? They don't, right? They're still on the side. Would would you describe a hippo as bloodthirsty? I mean, they're responsible for more deaths yearly than sharks. So, I guess. So, I guess so. All right. Using hippo logic. I suppose. They're the they're the deadliest land animal in the world. No, I know. That's why I'm like, would because you describe people, a hippo as bloodthirsty? People assume it's just a big, slow animal. Like water puppy? Like an elephant. No, it is not. Because you can walk up to elephants in places where they're used to people. Even if it's used to people, don't do that with a hippo. Even if it's used to people, don't do that with a wild animal, period. Yeah. Norman. But like a game preserves and stuff. Where they let people like interact with the elephants. The elephants are chill, but they just tell they tell Not people the male elephants. They tell people don't don't do this to the hippos. Don't get in the water with a hippo. It's a bad idea. Like they have to they sep- they have to separate the baby hippo from the mom hippo to feed them when they're like taking care of them at zoos and stuff. Yeah, because the mom hippo will be like, leave my baby alone. We'll kill a zookeeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't know. Are hippos bloodthirsty? I, I think so. I guess using that logic. I'll allow it. Fair enough. Hippo logic. Hippo logic. Is that the name of this episode? Hip, hip. Might be. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to think of a pun, but I can't. I can't think of a good one. I think there's. I think there's a uh, some philosophy text. I can't remember who by one of the one of those Greek dudes is called like Hippologia or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Hippocrates. No, that's hi- Hippocrates. Uh, Hippocrates. <laughs> Hippocrates. That's the that's the doctor guy. Is it? The Hippocratic Oath. It's named for oh, Hippocrates. Yes. The doctor guy. The doctor guy. <laughs> I don't know if he really was a doctor. I don't know anything about him. Just that he had an oath. <laughs> or we sure call it the did. Hippocratic Oath. And the word hypocrite is also descended from him. It like the, is named for that guy, I'm pretty sure. I thought that uh Hippocratic oath is with an I and hypocrite is with a Y, so that would be a different root word. Oh, I don't know. I'm not a linguist. They sound the same. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's not all right. Just keep going. Whatever. Keep going. Yeah, I don't have anything else to dismiss. I'm though. more and more disappointed in you. <laughs> it's fine. You can be. It's sounds allowed. The same. It sounds the same. I don't know. I'm sad to see my favorite Mumakil go down like this. I'm sad to see, like, all of them go down like this. All these poor CGI animals. Yeah, so many... So many CGI animals were harmed in the making of this film. Right? Not real ones, though. Not real ones. Yeah, there's some of this stuff with the horses in this scene in the commentary. And John Howe just 
kind of interjects in the art commentary. No horses were harmed in the making of this film. Thanks, John Howe. Thanks, thanks for letting me know that. What a, what a trooper. I like that the score sh- like switches dramatically as we get like the elephant fall, not elephant, the oliphant falling, and then like here comes Eowyn and Mary. Yeah, we're about to see Eowyn be awesome. It's much more bombastic, so you know something cool is about to happen. Yep. We don't ever actually see Theoden do anything awesome in this fight. It's fine. He's an old man. He's served his purpose. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> Dude, the awesomest thing he does in this fight is the speech beforehand. It's true. We don't we don't get a good action shot of Theoden. It's fine. It's fine. We got some action shots we're, of Theoden we're and Helm's pre- Deep. Yeah, I know. That's Helm's Deep. We're preparing ourselves for for what hap- what happens next week. That's true. But yeah, I'm uh I think I'm done with the with the minute unless you got anything else. No, I'm done with you. I mean the minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're from the website duelinggenre.com. Oh, no. If you want to check out some non-movies by minutes podcasts. You're so uh, sad. No. <laughs> head, on, head on over there. Check out uh, the protagonist podcast, Doctor's Companion, which Cassandra is a co-host for. Tales from the Short Box, if you're into comics. If you want some audio dramas, check out Geek by Night and Immunities. Uh, they are very different from each other genre-wise. Geek by Night's a superhero story, and Immunities is a, is a horror story. Yes. So... If either of those uh, floats your boat, check them out, and we'll be back tomorrow to keep talking about the Battle of Pelennor Fields. Bye. Bye.